0: Put on your space jumpsuit and patrol Earth with us this week as we take a look at the second and last film production under Monster Island Entertainment Studio. But will a different monster save this film or will it fail as hard as Zarkor? Find out alongside us. This is Kaiju versus History. Craw the Sea Monster.
1: Welcome back to Kaiju vs. History. This is your Power Ranger ripoff artist, Miles. And joining me is your typical Italian stereotype, alien, pasta Fazul, Mamma Mia, Patrick. Oh, hey, oh, I'm walking here, Miles. I felt bad just doing that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? That's
1: almost the entire movie is you get that, that voice. no, no. Like okay, so if you have not seen this 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 picture <laughs> and think that confused. we're and think that we're being jackasses, I promise you that is like direct. What <laughs> this movie does, quote, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a an
0: alien Super Mario ripoff character. Yeah,
1: so yeah, this this. Oh, is we the gotta second. save
0: the princess from Kra, the sea monster. Oh.
1: This is the second full moon-funded kaiju flick. This is from the creators of the beloved Zarkor, and the first in the Craw Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Please, no more. I oh can no, only no take one. Oh, did you not know? There's a sequel. No, there is not. There is a movie about the Planet Patrol.
0: Yeah, I with think the that's, exact same cast. I think that's just this movie. Uh, I watched the
1: trailer. There's a whole other lot of things happening they may have they may have taken some of the scenes and kept it for that movie but there yeah. i will send you the trailer it's a whole different movie well like i said i think that's that's kind of
0: a thing that well, well first oh, full of all moon.
1: full moon does first that of all we're not watching
0: lot. that but yes it, i think it is the same footage kind of recut in there, in a few ways
1: yeah well there is yeah, no that, that, um,
0: uh, that's in the notes that's in our notes
1: Oh, is it okay? Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't read the notes before we start recording. <laughs> but yeah, the, 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 I was watching this trailer because I was like, okay, there's stuff that they reused because, like I said, Full Moon has done that. They've made entire Puppet Master movies that way. But there's also this like story about like some, some, someone's like sneaking around and like taking out the Planet Patrol on their ship, as well as like stealing something from a museum. It's, it's oh. wild.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at this. There's, there's footage in this from, from kra Kron- I- from I think maybe Zarkor too, but also from Robot Wars. Is that the name of the movie? Robot Jocks? Robot Jocks, yeah. That like the the two giant mecha are from that movie. So this is just like cut up full. Yeah, this is, this, is, this is
1: they they basically uh had those actors stay on, like, we're gonna use a we're gonna shoot you for a bunch of stuff and we're gonna use it for whatever. Yeah. Just so, more dreck. Believe yeah, so, I mean, and I, I, even as a full moon defender, this is by the point where full moon was uh, having financial difficulties and kind of falling out of a little bit of favor uh, and would go dormant for a very long time. Well, yeah. Um, this
0: is the, you know, second movie of theirs that we're looking at. The first one, Zarkor, we've mentioned a few times now, very low score for us. The, the lowest yeah. of this season, season five that we're in that started with almost nothing but eights, nines, and tens (laughs) with with Toho. And we then we moved into some gamera movies. But yeah, we gave our boy Zarkor a collective two out of ten for the podcast, which is top five worst kaiju movies we've ever reviewed here on this podcast. You know, by by podcast reckoning, that's in the top five lowest yeah. which is pretty surprising. I was actually kind of excited for like a cheesy, bad Kaiju movie to be entertaining. And that one just really wasn't. I think this one kind of is, I, I didn't have high hopes for Craw because of that. <laughs> it was a very low bar, but I think it, it is slightly more enjoyable at least than its predecessor.
1: Oh yeah, no, my, my, my expectations were, they, they could not have been lower after the, Surviving Zarkor and yes, (laughs) that's our
0: sequel podcast. (laughs) Surviving Zarkor. We we, just go through,
1: go through all of our like (laughs) post-traumatic stress (laughs) of dealing with this terrible, terrible movie as if we had gone through something actually bad. So yeah, let's, let's, let's dig into crowd. Cause this one, this one's a little bit different. This one kind of reads the room a little bit better it certainly knows what kind of movies or what kind of entertainment younger people might be more interested in as we we get a full on, yeah, Power Rangers ripoff, but really the, the bad guy is essentially like, you know, high school cosplay skeletor.
0: Yep. It very much seemed I mean they they were focusing in on that mask close up a lot, but it was it just seemed like something that they pulled out of yeah. Uh, I mean <laughs> a Halloween it shop. wasn't a
1: bad mask, and it had were they able no, to actually no. make the mouth move and stuff, it would have been decent, unless that's supposed to be a mask in movie. Because <laughs> yeah, as as, as we know, being big craw experts, his main motivation is to get warm.
0: I, I and... feel like, yeah, our <laughs> after this episode, we are now like the foremost craw the sea monster experts on the planet. So deal, deal <laughs> with that. You better not die anytime soon, miles. Cause if, if so, that's going on your, in your epitaph, oh, God, going on your sanctuary. No.
1: Well, I mean, that was the weird thing is like, if they were like, we, we want to steal or we want to like mm-hmm. freeze the universe. No, we're on our quest for warmth. And I'm like, all right, all right, wait a minute. If you want these guys, the guy with the skull mask and the silver little person,
0: yeah, it's kind of like a, it looked like a, a, an icy uh, little person. Yeah, is he supposed <laughs> like to be like the uh, Frostmiser or whatever? <laughs> it's, so, it's so funny you mentioned that. My wife is literally watching A Year Without a Santa Claus right
1: now. <laughs> Based off conversations I've recently had with your wife, that has not surprised me at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that song, too. Both oh, no, it's great. <laughs> Frostmiser. Yeah, no, he kind of looks like <laughs> a, a little person. Version of if they had done the X Men in the early '90s, uh, this is like a, a little Bobby Drake. <laughs> That's or cool like glasses. ray Parks
1: Toad makeup.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, very similar to that.
1: And then we we get like the Galactic co- uh, Command of the of the Planet Police, Planet Force, Planet Patrol, Miles, Planet Patrol. Yeah, and our... before before they came for the pause, they had the planets, and, and we get you know we got it, we got like a dump.
0: A, a high level PP in in the in the team. A new PP played by um, Allison Lohman. Uh, what was her character's name? <laughs>
1: Lair or Candace? Something like that. Curtis. Yeah. Curtis. So I think that's
0: supposed to be her last name. But yeah, she's a something psychic. I forget what PP stands for, but I, yeah. I can't remember either. She she has psychic powers, and it's a, a character that would get a lot of mainstream success after this. She was in matchstick men. She had the movie Flicka and then eventually dragged me to hell. But yeah, no, she's,
1: she's good. I, I, I like her. I like to see her more
0: another Well, she's kind of, I think retired from, from acting, but before she she did, she was also the, she, she played Nausicaa in the U S dub for the re-release of Nausicaa of the Valley and the Valley. Is that the
1: one with the Patrick Stewart?
0: I think so. Yeah. So that's the one from like 2010 or somewhere on there. Yeah, we 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 we're skipping ahead, Miles to all the good stuff. Are
1: we? Because the the, the the Paw Patrol is like the next scene, isn't it? Oh no,
0: we gotta talk about what's in the title for Craw, the Sea oh, Monster.
1: Gosh, I'm so sorry. i right Craw. I'm so out of sorts because the, the idea of being <laughs> a craw expert a has movie. just like dr- draw, like just destroyed me. Yes, Patrick, before we talk further of this cinematic adventure, tell <laughs> us
0: what is in a title. Well, it's called Craw because the monster's name is Craw, but it's got an exclamation point. So you know it's exciting like Zarkor, <laughs> the invader, Craw, yes, the or sea panic, monster. At the panic at the disco. Panic at the disco. It doesn't make a ton of sense because it is a space monster. It just touches down in the ocean. Like, yeah, he's in the ocean for like five minutes, but maybe he's from the sea on another planet. <laughs> but just like Zarcor, uh, Craw is also a. Borrowed, quote unquote, name from a an entity in the Silver Age Marvel comics, the Unhuman, not Inhuman. That's a very different thing in Marvel. Different that yeah. the Unhuman was first published in Tales to Astonish in March of 1961. I think it was marked as like the June issue of that year. But yeah, maybe unlike Zarqor. Which was kind of like a one-off issue. Crawl was brought back a few times, but most recently by Cullen Bunn in the Monsters Unleashed storyline, which just saw all the Kaiju-sized baddies from the Silver Age of Marvel kind of make their way back into the the comic. So, Fing Fang Foom and stuff like that were kind of center stage in in that storyline. But Crawl came back. Miles Crawl is more relevant than ever. <laughs> oh. Oh joy! They don't look anything <laughs> alike. Obviously, it's just just the name that was taken. But uh, I will admit, I really like both Zarkor and Craw as monster names. Like they're they're very fun, and you know, part of that is because Marvel made them. You know, they were making all kinds of fun stuff in the the '60s and '70s. Oh right, yeah. I'm yeah. Batch Craw. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, i was about to say this: this movie was yeah re-released. Basically, the following year is Planet Patrol, right? Is that when? Yeah, it was
1: Planet it was going... Patrol, and it's got like a lot more sci fi stuff, and it's got some like. I didn't even make a reference to like the station being sabotaged and mm-hmm. roll with that as, oh, we got blasted by Skeletor, camera's name, Doom, uh, uh, Lord Doom. Yeah, it was a cool name, Lord Doom. Yeah, hyper original. Where could they have taken that from? Uh, yeah, Definitely exactly. not Marvel. Um, and 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 so that that movie like there there's someone going around in a just a red lycra suit like not like the kind of suit that you see people wearing for like green screen things but mm. it's red and just like attacking members of the planet patrol it's it looks appropriately cheap.
0: Well, I will <laughs> say that the plot of this movie already feels like they had taken that footage from another movie. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if these were just both in production at the same time. You know, as separate movies, and they just kind of jammed them together. It's like, oh, I'll, I'll just loan you this giant monster for your Planet Patrol movie. If you loan me the Planet Patrol for my monster well, movie, also because the, the main mon- characters don't like the two main human characters don't interact really with the Planet Patrol at all, right?
1: Not really, not until the end, I think. But even even that, like, okay, so the Planet Patrol, which is comprised of humans four humans um, with attitude teenagers with but attitude. are not from earth because they've never heard of earth
0: yeah they're just you know out there patrolling
1: so there's humans from curl? elsewhere and that that's the whole thing i will say before they turned him into like a butterbean the the biker character was was actually really funny cuz he's <laughs> was, like this weird like i was educated... going to
0: say uh mo no which was curly from three stooges yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's those are, that's my favorite character from from this movie.
1: Oh, yeah, well, him, him and the the woman that runs the the diner. I can't remember her name. Yeah, you don't need to remember facts, something. Gene Jean... figure. Alma James. Alma movie. James. Yes. Alma James. Um. Uh, I, I Bo- Bobby they, they, is the biker. Yeah, Bobby's the biker. I think those two have a good chemistry. I think they're actually kind of funny, even so, if they are a little the... cartoonish. Those characters were introduced, and I was like, oh, boy, these are
0: some great, like, background characters that are going to, you star know, star
1: in your movie,
0: <laughs> see see the alien ship crash or something, and then, like, the main characters will actually be introduced. It's like, no, these two, it's just like a random diner and a biker that have, like, two lines of dialogue suddenly you are thrust into... Being the main characters,
1: yeah, and I love film. that he like he comes in at clothes and like demands like decaf tea, and you <laughs> yeah. think that he's like g- know knows something, and and it turns out no, he's just weird. Well, <laughs> like he's not there. Like at first, it's like oh, maybe maybe he's an alien too, because they mentioned having uh, an agent elsewhere. Nope. No, no, the He's not. He's weirder. not a government thing because he because he he knows all this stuff. Oh no, that's that's not this. Yeah, what? he worked for the government. He worked like for things. like every government agency imaginable at some point, but no one knows who he is. especially. Yeah. No, he's just a Bobby. he's just a weirdo. He probably got fired for like doing weird stuff on the job, like <laughs> sniffing people's hair or something. And then we get we get the agent that we were told about Yeah. Because the Planet Patrol can't assist because they have a critical sabotage on their base that would cause it to explode. And just one of them going to Earth would really help move right, things Right, but, it, but it's an all-hands-on-deck situation. Even though this thing looks as big as the Death Star in actual size, there's only five people there, apparently. Yeah. Even yeah. though we're told later there's more, and I don't know. they could
0: totally integrate with earth you know because they look exactly human they instead send like a mushroom turtle alien kind
1: of looks like a, a hermit crab or like a
0: yes yeah it's an it's actually kind of an interesting puppet prop it's dripped in like vaseline or ky <laughs> almost the entire movie so it's all goopy it did remind me of the mushrooms from the Super Mario movie, oh yeah, movie. yeah, but that might just be Trust because he was fungus. talking in the stereotypical Italian accent the entire time. I, maybe I miss it. Why was he speaking Italian? So
1: he was <laughs> he supposed like downloaded... to. He was initially supposed to land in Italy, and he had studied Italian <laughs> just just one way. And language. then, so when he's given an English to Italian trans dictionary, he learns English like you know, meteor like, man yeah. style, yeah. and but keeps the Italian accent because that's the, the the human language he learned first, despite the fact that everyone else is speaking English in the Paw Patrol. And that's the reason they give for him speaking with an Italian accent. And yeah. apparently, at the end of the movie, they broke whatever it was that was supposed to give him his original voice back, and he's stuck like that.
0: Yeah, well, good. For the sequel, of course, it has got to come back and talk about the a giant meatball fall off his a spaghetti. <laughs> um miles i it's one this is one of those movies it is also frighteningly short it's like 79
1: minutes or yeah it's 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 short but like there's also I, like this, five this, minutes this... of
0: credits i feel like so it's yeah like and and, really and that, an that
1: that was a huge kind of point against it because like there was nothing going on there was nothing moving it was just black screen and credits mm-hmm. like you know a movies with, trying with to a really pad well and then then what what really gives this movie honestly a zero to ten is the fact that there is a movie theater playing zarkor in this movie, <laughs> yeah, well, the, and I, I like all, like and, and it's one of those old school theaters that has like the nice big marquee outside. Like you'd walk up from downtown to go in this uh, this this theater, like one of those downtown type of theaters yeah. well, uh, that, that would likely have like an organ player and stuff. You know, a place that would never show Zarkor. Yeah, ever. exactly. Z- Zarkor is on the big screen there, and that's how I know that this is this is a dark version of Earth.
0: I don't know if it made it into the movie, but in the trailer. Craw burst through a building that has like a giant advertisement for god's 1998 it's it's in the
1: movie i actually thought that scene was pretty funny if if not clumsily directed it was very funny
0: (laughs) that's like the
1: because like i wanted to know if like paramount or sunny paramount whoever made it tristar uh clement tristar i i'm wondering if like they no one told them because no one cared. Because they used the actual Godzilla sign, yeah. the font yep. and everything. Freezer, no and, one cared. And Craw breaks to that building, and I don't think anyone cared because they're like, Yeah, I I think if we sue them, we're gonna lose money. Yeah.
0: <laughs> exactly. But let's talk about Craw himself. What do you think about the the cost I estimation? don't hate the design? Right. It's it's so surprising that even you know, just a couple years after Zarkor, I feel like the miniatures of this production and the way they shot the monster was pretty, pretty far advanced. I mean, this is obviously nowhere near, you know, Toho, even like 20 years ago, <laughs> but like it's it's good.
1: It's not bad. <laughs> well, he he reminds me a lot of Piranha, Piranha's head from Power Rangers, oh, right? The one I, that. That took down the Rangers and and it story wise caused them to need the Thunder Megazord Mm. and the Ninja Powers. Um, he he's got a face very much like it. My my thing is I like the design. However, I think the suit itself feels a little cheap and plastic because it has no expressions, got no character. They don't they don't make any things for it to like do, and I think that hurts this particular monster, because the, the actual design yeah. is really solid.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, he was animated by John Paul Fidel, who has done a lot of special effects and has even has worked as a cinematographer for, for many films, but still acting to this day, which is, I mean, maybe not unsurprising, but I'm <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Who are you mentioning again? The, the,
1: Pseudomater for craw.
0: Yes. Yeah, I
1: just sent you an image of Piranha's head, and it's like, yeah, it's craw, (laughs) (laughs) essentially.
0: Oh boy, I'm just going through, going through his uh, cinema catalog here, and and John, John Paul Fidel also was in a movie. Called Kinky Kong. <laughs> I'll add that to the list, Miles. Don't you oh, worry. Um,
1: so the, they, I, I'm actually familiar with another person that that was involved in this movie. Oh yeah, they have, and this is why I think they did the the Planet Patrol stuff specifically the way they did. They had a different director for all the Planet Patrol stuff.
0: Yeah, um, there's
1: two directors, just like in Zarkor. Um, it's a guy named Dave Parker, who is a indie horror guy. He did stuff for full moon mm-hmm. Uh in the nineties. He had a really good kind of meta zombie film. I remember it being very good. I have not seen it since the nineties <laughs> called the dead, hate the living. And uh, he had a familiar. kind of meta slasher come out in, I want to say 2009 ish called the Hills run red. But yeah, Dave Parker's, work is is something i'm familiar with and have actually really enjoyed so (laughs) i'm uh, I'm not surprised uh, (laughs) that i enjoyed aspects of this movie
0: (laughs) the the note that i made for him is well i i should mention that aaron osborne is back he was one of the directors for zarkor but yeah co-director dave parker also wrote the u-ball directed house of the the (laughs) dead which has a three percent on rotten tomatoes so that, yeah. it's hilarious. Crawl is like nowhere near his words. It's
1: not as well. I don't know. I, I think this is still worse than house of the dead, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> well, um, the critics don't agree. Well, they're actually, I don't think was a critic score. <laughs> I don't for this know movie. about that, Patrick. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. I, I like don't know unrated. about that at
1: all, but no, I, I, I like his stuff. His uh, 2016 film tales of Halloween has gotten that he was involved with has gotten actually some, Acclaim in the horror world. I think he just wrote for that one.
0: Do you have, I mean, before we go on to, to reviewing this movie, do you have any favorite scenes or anything that stood out for you? Is something well, you the, the, the human stuff time? is
1: kind of funny because, like, it's it's almost all like fantasy f- fulfillment for this one biker. I did have a good chuckle. I, I guess I did have a favorite scene and
0: that's when he shaved his head and beard mm-hmm. <laughs> because the the FBI agents like first thing this guy's going to do is shave off all that hair. So yeah. he he avoids notice. Get me a mock up of what he'd look at like with no hair. And then the next scene he's like toweling off. He's like, all right, they're not going to they're not going to find me now that I look <laughs> very very different and I, I couldn't <laughs> help so but think funny. I was like I wanted to go back and I was like did he actually shave off all of his hair for this movie or was he wearing like a wig wig and I, I don't know I don't remember because like dude don't shave off your beard and hair
1: for the craw of the sea monster uh, I I, I honestly I
0: don't know did and you a, did you have a favorite scene though
1: I mean <sighs> Not really. I mean, I think the scene where he but or Craw busts out of the the Godzilla poster was pretty <laughs> funny. Unfortunately, a lot of the destruction is is pretty mundane. Craw's K- mm-hmm. antics aren't really anything to write home about. He's kind of on the move for most of this movie. Like we're told that Craw is this big deal and apparently like this intergalactic bounty hunter for Lord Doom. Oh, uh, Craw never speaks. Although we're told that Craw says stuff. Yeah, I don't. I- it's. I mean, here, here's the thing is like, yes, it's this better is better than a, Zarkor. Yeah, it's a drastic improvement over Zarkor. It's still Z grade. It's still made with no money. But on a late night, like I, I can imagine if I was cruising through channels or Pl- these days, Pluto TV, if you will, or Tubi, And it was super late. And either I had been imbibing or was with some friends and imbibing. And this came on. I there is some monicum of, of enjoyment to be have this movie it's yeah we, we haven't talked a ton about the plot cuz there's not much one basically they find oh. out kra is coming and very similarly to zarkor is like the humans are trying to figure out what they need to do and honestly fight kra in a somewhat similar way they got to find some mm-hmm. some way to blast him the one time very similar yeah <laughs> it's it's very very similar the the not power ranger power ranger aspects were pretty fun despite how mm-hmm. like I mean, it's party like, city, those costumes were. Yeah, it's
0: a little Star Trek, a little. little. I,
1: no, I wouldn't say it's a little space cases. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's
0: it's definitely it's like one step away from Star Trek porn parody, <laughs> like costuming and and casting.
1: Um, yeah, um, but yeah, there's there's not a lot here. And but in. But there is unlike, at the same time, which is so crazy. <laughs> but unlike Zarkor. You know, it's not uh, fundamentally offensive in every every capacity. It has a little bit of fun. It has a little bit of that Power Rangers vibe, and even mm-hmm. has a villain who's like not killed off and is more like, "I'll get you, not Red Ranger." Uh, <laughs> the guy that know. looks
0: like the leader, of the Red Ranger. Yeah, exactly.
1: So there, there's, there's fun to be had, but don't confuse our mild surprise with endorsement. Like this is mm-hmm. still a bad movie but like in a great way like it's a, it's a, it's definitely on the so bad it's good side of things even if it's not like so bad it's good in the way that you, some of your favorite cult movies are you know I, this is this I, is not one of those this is not the dead hate the living or even return of the living dead part two that this is like no it's still it's still craw
0: i don't understand how people can have a soft spot for Zarkor, but I can I could totally understand you know every couple years maybe going back and, and making fun of Craw <laughs> so but yeah I, I I linked it in a note someone had you know posted fairly recently on well, I guess recently six years ago on on Reddit art of Zarkor and Craw going up against Godzilla and <laughs> stuff like, I why, saw why that are there
1: fans out there still? and I was like because that was a very detailed piece of artwork and I was like who, who 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 did this
0: <laughs> darkness man on deviant art, <laughs> but uh, let, let's get to our, our, our rating of this film. I, I gotta say, I, I didn't love my time with the movie. <laughs> it is a movie that felt a lot longer than it was. Like I got to a point where they, you know, the the two main characters with the alien, they're trying to stop crawl, cross destroying things. The, the, Planet Patrol is like trying to help out. I was like, "Wow, this is a crazy climax to this movie." I looked at the one time, and there's still a half hour left. I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> oh no, no, no!" Like only thirty minutes had had elapsed, but there is enough in this movie. It feels like all of Zarkor's like kind of stretched out, but this movie feels like they packed a lot of stuff in, even though if some of it is kind of repetitive. But yeah, it's it is very hard to compare this to anything else besides Zarkor because this is so much better than Zarkor. Yeah. The, o- the only other Monster Island entertainment film. But the best thing I can say about this movie is Zarkor felt like it was written in a weekend and Crawl. Maybe they took like a fortnight, <laughs> like two weeks. Yeah, to, to yeah. Maybe a fortnight may-
1: hey, well, maybe it's just a whole week, you know, but it still was <laughs> given more
0: time. It, but yeah, it's a magnitude kind of improvement over Zarkor. So I'm given a magnitude a better score than my personal enjoyment for zarkor giving it a four out of ten i think this movie could be great as a mst3k or riff tracks kind of experience but just raw dog in this film is was not super fun to me but what about you miles sorry you did what with this film
1: raw dog in it
0: Oh boy, no, um, no, no, no alcohol or other things, too. To
1: oh, oh OK. <laughs> I was just like, all right. All right, buddy. <laughs> yeah, this this one's tough for me because, yeah, it's certainly more palpable than Zarkor. You can have, I, I guess, the decision you have to make with the movie like this, is is it baseline good? And the answer really is no. not really, but <laughs> it's not. It's still right there on the cusp. Of yeah, that. it really is. I mean. I'm going to give this a four, just like you. Although yeah. I had like, honestly, no, honestly, for, for personal enjoyment, I'm going to stick with five. I think okay. my, the actual enjoyment I had watched this movie, partially because it wasn't Zarkor, was more mild surprise. And I'm like, OK, this is baseline palpable. Like I can mm-hmm. I can watch this non doggin non doggin Yeah, that's what they call it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, no, I, I, I'm with you. I could watch it again if I had if I was subjecting if I was torturing other people to
1: <laughs> if, if I'm making other people watch it if I'm honestly if I was watching it with somebody else and we were yeah. both riffing that would be fun I don't watching know if like somebody else Ooh. riff it but friends with drinks absolutely and this is kind of my baseline because a movie has to be baseline entertaining in its own merits some way to often make a decent riff movie not all the time and there's plenty MSC3K 3- has proved me wrong plenty of times but there, there has to be something where you're like, I can sit through this again. Like, Manos the Hands of Fate is a terrible movie that I have sat through many times. <laughs> yeah, it's a like, terrible movie. It, like, I can't bad, imagine watching that movie uh, without any. No, and they, and they like Quentin Tarantino apparently has a 16 millimeter print of it. Um, no thanks, Quentin. But like, but I, I also get why that movie makes for a great riff because. It's something that, like, hey, if you and I were watching that movie together and we were just going to riff on it, I I could do that. Yeah. So I'm 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 sticking with a five. I was okay. going to go at four because I, but for personal enjoyment itself, I I think that this movie is is right on the cusp. It's not good. It's not bad. But and part of it is it's so much better than Zarkor that it deserves that little point five bump.
0: Right, right. And I'm, I'm right there with you. I think for the technical, I'm also kind of going, a li- I'm being a little softer on this because while it's still a terrible script, it's full of cliches, it's full of non sequiturs, honestly, and, and weird things that feel like the accompaniment to like the joke was like left out later on. But I enjoyed it for kind of how bad it was and, and, and cheesy in, in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, the the actors in this movie, the <laughs> I enjoy the actors a great deal more than the the folks in Zarkor, <laughs> which once again, I know it's hard to compare to. But
1: yeah, so I'm, I'm giving this. Yeah, it's it, it, it's 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 hard to compare like having a nice coffee with someone to actual <laughs> waterboarding. Yeah,
0: but I mean, well, once again, I think this is a, a more palpable kind of put together film in in a lot of aspects and like i said crawl looks very good those those scenes don't feel like an afterthought so i'm giving it a five out of ten for its technical what about you miles
1: yeah i'm i'm actually with you there i was gonna go for but i i I do think the crawl design is pretty solid Uh, i wish the suit was as solid i think that would have actually made the movie point go a little bit higher in personal Mm -hmm. enjoyment there is some fun set work, even though most of it is very, very cheap. And and that's fine. The script drastically needs work. I, I think you had some solid enough actors there that probably could have pulled more weight had they been given better material. There are some fun scenes like Zarkor popping out of the Godzilla poster or, or sign, not poster, because we don't see Godzilla. There's some fun tomfoolery. There's some weird fights. Between the <laughs> FBI guys trying to track down Bobby and Alma James. And um, I will say that those fights were choreographed by no one. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It, was, it, it wasn't it. even wrestling because I watch wrestling every week and they, it was just bad. So, yeah, they get, they get a five out of ten for the technical aspect.
0: You know what? It's something we didn't even mention, but I think is worth noting. There's like two... Main characters that are persons of color, which is just like Mm? it. I mean it. It was surprising. Like I said, I thought this both the the chubby biker and the African American waitress were just going to be like background characters for like a second, and then they become the main characters of the movie. It was it was quite surprising. And you know, I mean, name another kaiju movie like at this point that has a. Uh, a black female lead character. You know, <laughs> it, I don't think it's happened. No crawl lead in the way for it's evocative nature. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'm going to stick with my four out of 10. It, like I said, had some interesting ideas, had some power Rangers style, alien invaders using kaiju Which to take I over the sucker for this. That, I mean, this is a plot that is very showa, And I think, if they just left in the oven a little bit more to cook, this could have been a a much more, you know, cohesive film, but as it stands right now, it feels like all the human slash planet patrol plots are kind of forced together, (laughs) kind of shoehorned in together. And more often I'm wanting something else from, from this, this film. It just really, I mean,
1: yeah, 10 times
0: more so than War feels like there are some, uh, missed
1: opportunities where just like one or two changes, and this could have been good. You know, <laughs> I I absolutely agree with you. So I'm looking at our our the things we write for four out of ten, which is disappointing, mediocre, and uh, and uninteresting and soulless. And I don't think it's soulless. I actually think that the people that made made this movie were kaiju fans. They definitely put what they could. Have, and knowing what I know about Charles Band Productions mm-hmm. at this point, I think it was pulse pounders. Or I know I know Planet patrol is under pulse pounders but like they're working with nothing so there there is that that the only movies that got money were the ones that that often made a little bit money or or that they thought could make a little bit of money so something like this was really this was given nothing so i i would i would consider it disappointing because i think like you said there's a good design i think with a better script and maybe some more fleshed out characters, allowing mm-hmm. allowing for them to do something interesting. I don't care that they look like they are in party city outfits. You can make that compelling. It doesn't matter. If your script is good, I don't care what your special effects are like. Mm-hmm. Like I will, I will always hope that you had better ones, but like that's not something that's gonna bug me so long as you got a good script. And and that's a big deal for me. And I think that's what really tears this movie down is is the lack of Money they had to spend on the cross suit and what the cross suit could do, and and the script. So I'm I'm right there with you. I I think a four is is the correct. I mean, this is a movie that's not very much remembered. It's honestly, I'm sure most people who see this on our list, be like, what's that? So I I think four is is the right call for for its evocative nature. And the, we
0: we've been right here on the bubble for a lot of movies, believe it or not, during the '90s right between a four and a five, not quite. I think a five is kind of like where our good scale starts and four yes. is just underneath it. So Gargantua was a four. The legend of Galgameth, uh, Galgameth was uh, a four. And I think this fits in with those, but I kind of do wish it was.
1: It yeah. Was one like, like Cause better. this, this feels like it's the best of the bottom,
0: you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, what? I'm, I'm going to I'm going to increase my score to a five just to, just to put it over the edge. It means both of us are giving it a four point six round that Which up to a five. five. Yeah. All
1: right. I, I, you know, I what, do... I'm, I'm not upset about that. I'm, I'm fine with it getting a five. I think it deserves think... it, especially after I just slayed Zarkor.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, Zarkor is definitely, definitely the worst of, of this season. I don't think anything's going to.
1: No, Anything I mean, like, to it's, it's, it's the worst thing since <laughs> Queen Kong. I think
0: technically you are cor- you are correct. I'm trying to look at what, what what's, has gotten a, a lower score. And I think, no, you are very much correct. But uh, yeah, that that means we will end the Monster Island Entertainment duology by giving Zarkor three whole points as a, as a podcast higher than. Then Zarkor giving a 5 out of 10 for the podcast. Yeah, you know, I honestly, I think I would get some enjoyment out of of watching this with some beers, with some friends, Mm -hmm. and being like, you guys have never seen this before. (laughs) Never seen this before.
1: We're all all watching Craw, and she will probably look at me like she wants to kill me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, how dare you? Not twice in one lifetime. Oh, did she watch this with you? no no no, no. i've been mean, like me no, probably not twice oh you 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 i'm I'm not worried about it <laughs> yeah where where can folks find us online if they want to chat
1: about- uh you can email us at kaiju versus history at gmail.com you can tweet to us at kaiju versus history you can go to our website kaiju versus history.com you can rate review our show comment share with your friends let us know what you think and see. check out our Letterbox account to see all of our review scores and watch our list of
0: films. Uh, this will be two and a half stars on Letterboxd, which yep. is a t- five-star system. Uh, w- well, thank you, Miles. What are, what are we going to do next week on the, the podcast?
1: Oh, well, thank you, Patrick. And we're going to catch everyone else next time when we return to the world of Tri-Stars Godzilla for a look at the animated series that made more sense of the U.S. Kaiju universe. That's right. Tune in next time for History versus Godzilla, the animated series.